0: Well, listen, I love your pastor and his wife and his family, and I don't take for granted the awesome privilege that has been extended to my wife and myself to come over here and to uh, for her to sing, for her Lord, for me to preach for the Lord. But I, I want you to bow your head just for a moment. I, you know what? People that are saved are in the family of God. And I'd like for you tonight, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, just lift up your hand as a show of testimony. Amen. That's wonderful. Thanks be to God. Folks, I want to tell you something. Uh, Our next breath is uncertain. It might be in the very presence of God. Wouldn't that be awesome? Now, I'm going to speak to you tonight from my heart. I didn't plagiarize this message. You can ask my wife after I heard, I believe, Brother Owens make statements about it. And then I'd forgotten about it. And my wife told me about the lady making statements about the Quentin Place. I told her, that's unbelievable. And she said, what? And I said, I've been working on a message for months about that quitting place. I've seen so many people succumb to that quitting place. Uh, Folks, you can stand behind a pulpit and be at that quitting place. You can occupy a pew or a chair and be at that quitting place. You can have 10,000 people in the church you pastor and be at that quitting place. You can have one of the largest missionary outreaches there possibly could be and be at that quitting place. I hear horror stories all the time about people that you think would make it that could never get past that quitting place. I had a friend up in the northeast, pastored a church, literally ran excess of 5,000 on Sunday morning. One day... He put a gun to his head and shot himself. For some reason, this man could not get past the quitting place. A man that you thought had it all, but evidently he didn't. Something, someone brought him to that quitting place, and he succumbed to it. Now, uh, I want to talk to you about one word in the Word of God It's used several times, but it's always used in the same way. That word is weary. Did you ever get weary? Did you ever get weary? Folks, I've worked in the secular world. I became weary. I've had the privilege of pastoring some great churches. After we've started them, I've become weary. Even today, I battle becoming weary. And uh, all <clears throat> I, I know the Davises, at times, they're weary. I thank God for Brother and Sister Davis. They're enduring. They're attempting for the glory of God uh, to plant a church over in Lovelock. And uh, I know God will do it. I know God will do it. Why? Well, these kids will have to come to resolve in their life, regardless what battle they might face. They They resolve not to stop and tarry at that quitting place. It's a place of utter destruction. And many people have been destroyed because they tarried at that quitting place too long Uh, and open the wonderful word of God over to the book of Galatians chapter 6 there's a great story here I'm not going to dwell on it I want to proceed with uh, my thought here but Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9 and 10 says and let us not be weary that's a bad word And let us not be weary in well doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity let us do good unto all men. Especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Brother Davis why don't you stand. Lead us in a word of prayer. Ask God to bless his word tonight, please. Dear Heavenly Father, we give a praise for the mindfulness of the out tonight, Lord. Pray to come down and meet us, Lord. Speak to us through the preaching of your word. For we know there's some here that really are weary right now, Lord. And they pray for pray that you'll move in and take full control of your lives, Lord. All these things we ask, Lord, your precious Amen. Amen. So Galatians six nine says, "Be not weary in well doing." First Thessalonians chapter three and verse thirteen also says, "But ye brethren, be not weary in well doing." Uh, weary. The definition, true biblical definition of it, is having your physical strength totally exhausted, having your spiritual strength. Totally exhausted. Having your patience. Totally exhausted. And folks, if we're truthful, every one of us has been there. Wow. I don't know. My wife's friend, I don't know what kept her from just quitting. Giving up. Succumbing to cancer. But you know what? I have a feeling she didn't give up because of her four sons. She didn't give up for their sake. Folks, you'll find in the biblical account everything you attempt, everything you do, everything you accomplish needs to be based upon the fact I'm doing it for someone else. And. You know, trying to do a work for God in the midst of great opposition from from within and from without will drive a person to that quitting place. Uh, One is often tempted to quit. Many do quit and fall uh, by uh, the wayside. Uh, Some people just can't make it past that quitting place. Uh, folks, let me tell you something. You cannot change the past. Whether it's good or bad, you cannot change the past. But God says, and I'll read it in a little bit out of the book of, uh, of, of Corinthians. With every temptation, God, who cares so much for us, makes a way to escape. Now, you cannot change the past. You can make peace with it and go on. And folks, that is what will get you beyond or past the quitting point. Make peace with it and then go on. Uh, Revelations 2.10, the Lord Jesus Christ says, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give unto thee a crown of life. You know, all the Lord Jesus Christ is saying, by being faithful unto death, and I'll give unto thee the crown of life, all he's saying is this, just get past the quitting place. That's all he's asking to do. There'll always be people who falter and faint and fail and fall all because they could not get past the quitting place. I've met people that have held grudges a great deal of their life. And you know what? It is destroying them. You can't change it. For your sake and others' sake, make peace with it and get past the quitting place and go on and do what God called you to do and that is to be faithful unto death that you might be given by the Lord Jesus Christ, that precious crown. Folks, we can only make it if we get past that quitting place, we must be determined by God's grace to endure and at all expense get past that quitting place regardless what it is. That quitting place has many names. I could stand here and name many names, uh, but why do that? Because everybody's quitting place is evidently has a different name. Uh, a spiritual weakness or lack of trust often brings a person to that quitting place. But the Word of God said, uh, Jesus Christ said, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. That's after Paul besought our Lord three different times. Remove the thorn in my flesh, O God, where I can be what you want me to be and do what you want me to be. I'm at a quitting place. And the Lord said, Paul, make peace with your thorn. Get past the quitting place my grace is is made sufficient my grace is sufficient for thee my strength is made perfect in weakness and Paul the weaker you are the stronger I am my grace is sufficient just get past that quitting place Jesus Christ's perfect grace, his perfect strength, will help any person with the weakness, uh, my friend, where they can make it past that quitting place. We can make it past the quitting place if we'll just stop and realize that God is bigger than any problem I have. Y'all believe that? God is bigger than any problem that I have. Listen, 1 Corinthians 10:12 says, "Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall." You know what? <clears throat> that is a warning. I don't care who you are. Or what you're doing. You might think never me. But my friend. You're the very one. The Lord is warning. To take heed. Ye that stand. Lest you fall. There is a special place. A Satan wants to take you to. The name of it. Is the quitting place. And it has many names. Make peace with it. And go on. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you, but as such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. God said, Regardless what you're going through, I have prepared a way for you to escape the quitting place. What an awesome God we serve. Somebody might say, well, what does God mean? Well, it just means that God is waiting on you. To reach up and take his hand where he can lead you through that awful place by many names that is called the quitting place. I, I'll tell you who will fight the fight of faith. I'll tell you who will finish the course. I'll tell you who, who, who will keep the faith. Uh, 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 as the Word of God says, it will simply be those that made it past the quitting place. As you read the Word of God, hundreds of people mentioned in the Word of God were used of God to do great things. All had one thing in common. They all overcame their problems With the strength they obtained for the task the Lord had called them to, they trusted God, and they got past the quitting place. Folks, honest to goodness, you just stop and think about it. Any person that you could name from the Bible, any person, Jesus Christ himself. John 17. Jesus Christ was brought to the quitting place. But yet at the ending of his prayer, he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thou will be done. Guess what, folks? Jesus made it past the quitting place and that same power that christ obtained from the father is at our daily expo- disposal what a glorious god we but anybody from the bible that you could name i can probably show you in scripture that they were ready to quit but by the grace of god they made it past that quitting place our Lord included my friend let me tell you something Satan tried to talk him into quitting Peter tried to talk him into quitting wow isn't that something but the Lord set his face towards that old rugged cross because folks there could be no resurrection apart from the cross and Jesus knew this I've got to make it past the quitting place. For our sakes, aren't you glad he did? Thanks be to God that Jesus Christ made it past that quitting place. And I, I want to address a special segment of people, one of who I am. I know most of y'all, if you're guessing ages, y'all would say, well, oh, Brother Anspot's probably about 39 I almost been thirty-nine twice. Amen. Amen. I've got boots older than some of y'all. But senior saints, I want to talk to you just for a little bit. I believe senior saints are one of the greatest sources of untapped energy in our local churches. We have come to a place where we have we as a church have put our stamp of approval on senior saints just sitting, soaking, and souring because they're older and they've earned the privilege. That's a bunch of garbage. Some of the greatest servants of God I know are the senior saints. And they're leaving the fo- their footprints on the hearts of the younger. They've shown them The way, Uh, and uh, so don't let what you cannot do, senior saints, don't let what you cannot do stop you from doing what you can do. If you're sick, don't don't quit while you're trying to get well. Stay encouraged in the Lord. You know the old saying is, the older the vine, the sweeter the grapes. Amen. Amen. Uh listen, you'll be all right, senior saint, once you get past the quitting place. You might think, well, I've lived long and uh long and have earned the right to sit and do nothing. No you haven't. You're just getting comfortable at that quitting place. You have more potential. Than you even know. But God knows your limits. God knows your potential. But folks you're going to have to get up. And I don't care if you have to hobble. Hobble away from that quitting place. God cannot use you. If you're sitting at the quitting place. Get up and get out in the sunshine. shine uh you know there's so much that that you could do and i want to just give you a few scriptures to us uh senior saints just to let you know senior saints is not a a new problem you know I, i'd rather be a senior saint than a dead young person amen huh Dead people can't do nothing for God. Well, they might in their will, but that would be about the extent of it. But listen to some of these statements. Psalm 71 9 says, Cast me not off in the time of old age, forsake me not when my strength faileth. How would you feel to come to the altars and kneel and say, Oh, God, use me? And God says, I'm sorry, old timer. You're past your prime. We we need the young bucks to do it, friend. Let me tell you something. The young bucks won't do it if they don't know how to do it. Who do you think's gonna teach them? The senior saints. That's it. Psalm seventy-one, fifteen says, my mouth shall sow forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day. For I know not the number thereof. Folks, none of us know how long we're going to live. We really don't. But folks, make every day count for Christ. Every day that's not invested in Christ is a wasted day. Psalm 71.16 says, I will go in the strength of the Lord God. Folks, that's the only way we can make it. That's the only going in the strength of the Lord. I will make mention of thy righteousness, even of thine only. Psalm 71.18. Wow, what a statement. Now also, when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not. Until I have shown Thy strength unto this generation, that's the old teaching the young, and Thy power to every one that is to come. Then Psalm ninety twelve. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom, folks. Your golden years could be the best years of your life. If you'll get past the quitting point. You've got to get past the quitting point. It will destroy you regardless what name it might go by. Uh, Just purpose to get your strength from the Lord. We'll cover that in a moment. But just remember, uh, folks, you senior saints of which I am one, these could really be the best years of your life as pertaining to your service to God. Wow. You don't think God let you live this long by mistake, do you? The Bible says the breath of life is in the hand of God. Folks He's kept you around for a reason. One wise person would say, a wise person would say, folks, the quitting line, the finish line is past the quitting place. The finish line is past the quitting place. Together, folks, it'll take us a united effort, one another, people getting their strength from the Lord and one another as their encouragement. But folks, together, we can make it past that quitting place. Isaiah 40:31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Folks, all that is saying is, Gather your strength for the Lord and get past the quitting place. God also says, Isaiah 41, 10, Fear thou not. For I am with thee, be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Folks, all God is saying, he'll take you by the hand and lead you past that quitting place. Glory to God. Isaiah forty-one thirteen says, for I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Help me what, God? Teach Sunday school class? Uh-uh. Build a bus route? Uh-uh. Lead singing? Uh-uh. Do a vacation Bible school? Uh-uh. What are you going to help me with, God? I'm going to help you get past that quitting place where you can do what I've called you to do for my honor and for my glory but you won't do it if you're content and self-justifying your lack of activity because you're comfortable sitting in the shade drinking lemonade at the quitting place. The Lord Jesus Christ simply says take my hand and Trust me, and folks, we're going to cross that finish line. We've got to realize hey, it's beyond the quitting place. I know people all across this nation that have quit. They'll never cross the finish line. They succumb to the power of the quitting place. Whatever that quitting thing might have been, they succumb to it. They didn't obtain the strength of the Lord. Now I want to show you one guy. Y'all recognize him right off the bat in all, but he was brought to the quitting place many occasions. But God used him to write 13, possibly 14 books of the Bible. And I can promise you this, friend, you've not had it as hard as the old Apostle Paul. listen to some of these things that he endured that he might cross that finish line but he knew he couldn't do it if he succumbed to the quitting place in 2nd Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 24 through 30 it says of the Jews five times received I forty stripes saved one save one. Thirty-nine times on two different occasions he was beaten with a cat of nine tails. That would have killed most people. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeying Often in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false witnesses, in weariness, there's that word, in weariness and painfulness, in watching often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness, besides those things that are without that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. Who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is offended? And I burn not. I must need glory. I will glory of the things which concern mine infirmities. You know how he could say that? He got past the quitting place. Chapter twelve, Second Corinthians twelve, verse seven says And lest I should be exalted above measure Through the abundance of the revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh and the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in mine infirmities, that the power of Christ May rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure. In infirmities. In reproaches. In necessities. In persecutions. In distresses. For Christ's sake. For when I am weak. Then I am strong. When I am weak. I can obtain the strength. From Almighty God. To lead me past. That quitting place. That's what Paul was saying. And after all of that. After all of that, the famous statement by Paul, but I want to read it, Second Timothy chapter 4 and verse 5 through 8. He says, but watch thou in all things. He's saying, hey, watch out for the quitting place. Watch out for the quitting place. You might work so hard trying to put the vacation Bible school together nobody shows up to help like you think they should and you get twisted and short and mean spirited and you say well if nobody cares why should I? I'll tell you why you should. Why would you be content staying at the quitting place? If God's led you to do something Do it to the best of your God-given ability. But the Apostle says, Watch thou in all things. Hey, be smart. Be smart. Watch in all things. That quitting place will get you. It will get you in different ways. Nevertheless, it will get you. But watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be... Offered, and the time of my departure is at hand, I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Why he got past the quitting place. That's not the end of the scripture, and not to me only, but to all them. That love is appearing. Folks, Jesus Christ is going to come back. He's going to come back. You don't want to be found sitting at the quitting place when he comes back, do you? You want to be industrious, being used to God? I don't care what you do. I don't care what you can do. You just do it for the glory of God. And old Paul was saying here, I fought the fight. I got past the quit." quitting place i finished the course i got past quitting place henceforth there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness because i got past quitting place he said hey neighbor how would you like crown of righteousness oh i'd love that apostle paul he said hey you're gonna have to follow suit you're gonna have to get past that quitting place well well you know i don't know if i knew that or not How can I do that? Well, because you love the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where you're going to get your strength. (coughs) Philippians 4, 13. All y'all know this. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Folks, all that saying is, I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. I can even, by the grace of God, get past that quitting place. And folks, tonight, I love you in the Lord. I love you dearly. But I want to tell you something. I don't know your heart. Some of you might be at that quitting place. Some of you might think you're elderly and in ill health. I can't be used to God. You're the very person that God will use. He'll take a person that can't do it because of physical strength or, or physical problems. And give you strength to overcome and do it. And then God gets the glory. Because you made it past the quitting place. Folks, it will be worth it all when we see Jesus. And like I said tonight, precious friend. Don't, don't leave this place and take the quitting place with you. This will just be nothing but a night of vanity. If victories aren't won tonight, victories are won at the place called Calvary. And I don't know what you may have been contemplating, the struggles you may be enduring, and the battles you might be fighting, but folks, please, don't let that be your quitting place. Don't let that be your quitting place. Let's all stand. I'm going to ask someone to play song we're not